Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. Good people, sexy people, welcome back to another episode of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, and as always, glad to have you with us. A couple things before we jump into today's show, which is Ask Jack 2022. Um, definitely want to point out, giving a big shout out to uh, Stormy Maya as she continues preparation for the launch of her new metal. I think that's the right phrase. Heavy metal uh, album for her band, Sendman Babe. So definitely check it out. Um, also, big ups to Ariana Gray for her tremendous success of the Jackpot Beauties. So definitely uh, check her out, jackpotbeauties.com. Uh, hit her up on YouTube, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, tell her Jack sent you. So today we've got your questions that you guys have sent in. If you haven't had a chance to send in any questions uh, or send in your questions, feel free to catch us on Instagram, uh, Instagram Jackson Stewart 2 or Game On With Jack or on Twitter Game On With Jack. Also, I want to make sure that you take advantage of the low price uh, initial tier $5 on Patreon patreon.com slash game on with jack or you can go for our uh game on with jack player after dark for ten dollars where you get all of the uh initial first tier stuff plus some of the uh some of the seedier or i should say some of the more sexual guides for players out there tips tricks how to's and also uh erotic literature so definitely take advantage of that so let's jump right into uh, the questions that we were sent in and um, let's have some fun. King1123 asks, Dear Jack, can even the greatest player change someone that they're dating? Uh, King, this is a great question. And it is probably one of the biggest misnomers and mistakes that people make when they are dating is the idea that you can change somebody. Now you can teach somebody, right? You can, uh, and I don't mean teach like, you know, like the other person needs your guidance or something, but you can, people can learn from each other. And that can be in any relationship, friends, lovers, family, whatever it is. And hopefully in a right environment, we are making one another better, you know, by interactions, by seeing new ways to get things done or to achieve something. But in terms of dating, changing somebody is a, it can't be done. 
And it's a mistake because people stay in really messed up relationships with the idea of, well, one day she'll be, she'll be this or one day he'll be that. And people rarely ever change like that. Now, given, you know, traumatic experiences change people, life experiences change people. But as far as, you know, I don't like, uh, I want to change her mind about this. Or I want to change his mind about that. The core stuff you're not going to change. Leave that for therapists or, or, or counselors. But, um, yeah. So if it's something that, that is bothering you and you're dating and you think you can change it over time, you might either have to accept it or, or walk away from that relationship. Next question comes from, uh, James D. James writes, do I have a chance of dating women if I'm short? James, great question. Um, you know, guys, we have a, we have a very unusual list of physical characteristics that we think are deal breakers. And I say unusual because it's really just us as men that we think I'm too tall, I'm too short, I'm too heavy, I'm too thin. And, you know, of course, physicality plays a part and people have to be attracted to people. But it's been my experience, James D., that the number one most attractive quality that women look for or are attracted to is a man's confidence. And I've seen, you know, short guys date really tall women. I've seen tall guys date really short women. I've seen so many couples where the physicality that you would initially think, oh, that's a deal breaker, didn't make a difference because of the personalities um, that you'd be surprised. So I say physicality always, I'm sorry, personality always trumps physicality. So be confident in who you are. Be confident in your height. Be confident in your look. Be healthy. In all aspects of the game that you can be physical, mental, uh, emotional, etc. And, and you'd be surprised how, I was gonna say how little, sorry about that. You'd be surprised how little your height make, makes an impact or makes a difference. So, so you're short, whatever, man, you know, be you, be a king and go out there and, and date, date the woman you want, attract the woman you want to date. Good luck to you, man. Um, Anonymous, Jack, I want to start a podcast. Should I? Hell yeah, you should start a podcast. If it's in you enough that you are asking the question, then you probably want to do it. Um, but don't look for external validation. If you keep having that feeling that you want to do a podcast, shit, go out there and do a podcast, man. Or man or woman, whoever this anonymous person is. Um, definitely find a topic that you feel passionate about. Find a topic that uh, you feel you can talk about or that you can get others on your show to talk about with and, and and go for it. You know, don't be afraid to to explore it. You know, Podbean is a great platform. That's what I use. But there's tons of other <laughs> plug Podbean. There's tons of other platforms that are um, user friendly and, and have a, a very nurturing and cultivating environment that can help you along. But go for it and let me know what your podcast is and reach out. Maybe we'll have you on. Maybe I'll be a guest. We'll see how it goes. Uh, good luck. 
Kitchen cursed. <laughs> that's a great username. What is one dish every man should know how to cook? Damn, that's a good question. Uh, um, you know, I, uh, let me flip it just a little bit. I think every man should know how to cook several forms of meat well. So, I mean, you should know how to cook, you know, beef, whether it be, um, you know, a steak or whether it be ground beef. You should know how to cook chicken. You should know how to cook pork and cook fish. Those four things. If you know how to cook them, then, then the dish kind of is whatever. Um, knowing how to season food is a tremendous advantage. Uh, knowing how to cook food and don't be afraid to look stuff up. So, but back to your question. Um, and I mean, look stuff up, like look up a recipe. Back to your question. Every man should know how to cook and in two, two different answers to that. He should know how to cook something for himself. Uh, and that can be something as simple as, um, <laughs> you know, a sloppy Joe. I love sloppy Joe's. I really do, you know, a, a sandwich, which is really just browning meat and, you know, putting the, the sauce in there. Um, or know how to make hamburgers from scratch. I think that's, that's very important. So, you should know how to cook something for just you. And you should know how to cook something for uh, somebody you're interested interested in or for uh, your family or for a group of people. So um, cook for himself. He should not make hamburgers, good hamburgers, not just some weird shit you threw together, but good hamburgers with, you know, you know, ground beef, ground turkey, an egg, um, breadcrumbs. Seasoning, I love steak seasoning. Uh, I'll put steak seasoning on everything, but you know the basics, man. Salt, black pepper, steak seasoning, um, uh, garlic powder. You could chop up some onions just a little bit to throw it in there and, um, you know, get it all together in a bowl. And I'm actually wringing my hands together, but, uh, mix it all up and put some butter in the pan and then, uh, you know, cook the meat until it's ready. You know, I'm sorry, make the patties and throw those in there and cook them. And you'd be surprised how damn good and simple that all is, right? That seems complicated, but it's really not. If you're going to cook for somebody you're interested in, it's all based on what they want to eat, you know, what they like. But, you know, most people, people who, especially if they can eat it, you know, allergies and, and gluten stuff aside, most people will just drop dead for pasta. So I think, um, you know, if you can make pasta, and I'm not talking about making it from scratch, but if you can, you know, get pasta, you know, boil water with, uh, boil water with butter in there, maybe a tablespoon of butter, enough water to cover the pasta, you know, once the pasta, uh, loosens up and, and sinks into the water, I really like to throw in, uh, chicken bouillon cube into my pasta. Uh, I'm sorry, into the water as it's boiling. Then throw the pasta in there for like 11, 12 minutes. Let it soften up. Then you take it out and you can season the hell out of it uh, with whatever you want. And, you know, also in terms of, uh, you guys didn't know I knew this much about cooking. <laughs> Always to know know what to pair a dish with in terms of, uh, you know, your, your sides, so to speak. So if you're going to have a burger, you're going to go with either French fries or try baked beans. 
Um, baked beans can be a little bit of a healthier option than French fries. And, you know, frying, frying stuff is, that's an art that I struggle with to this day. But even the air fryer people who swear by, I swear my air fryer and I don't get along. Um, but yeah, baked beans are super easy. Um, you know, if you're talking pasta, well, you're going to go with like broccoli or asparagus. You know, definitely you're going to go, go, you're going to go green. Excuse me. Um, beef steak, uh, same thing. You're going to go green. If it's chicken, well, you can go green or you can go with rice. So definitely like learn the pairings. But the thing about cooking is that it's, it's always an experimentation. It's always an art form. Uh, get out of your comfort zone. Have a backup plan for your comfort zone so that way if you fuck something up real bad, you've got something to eat. Um, yeah, having DoorDash on, on QuickDow or, um, I'm sorry, on, uh, the DoorDash app on your frequently used apps is not a bad idea if you're going to experiment with something. But, um, Kitchen Curse, good luck to you. And, and I don't think you'll be Kitchen Curse for very long. Uh, let's see. Game on. This is another anonymous one. Game on. A stripper cheated me out of a dance last week and I had already paid. Should I, ha- should I have said something? Ooh, sorry about that. Um, you know, I think, I think just by everybody who has been to a club repeatedly has some kind of, has some similar story where, you know, they, either they, they, they paid for a dance and it, it got cut short or, you know, a set of dances bled into another set of dances that they didn't agree for. And now they had to pay extra. Um, or, you know, the, there was a dancer that they wanted to get a dance with. And she said, wait a second. And all of a sudden, they, you know, she never came back. I mean, it, it happens. It's 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 a business with structure, but it's got a very fluid environment structure. Um Here's here's the answer that if it's a club you think you're gonna go back to again, sometimes you have to let shit slide. Um, because one, even if you were in the right, it can still kind of poison, so to speak, that that environment for you, that establishment. So, and you waste time. You're gonna go out and tell the manager. Maybe the manager does something. Maybe they don't. Now, if the manager does something, now the dancer has to deal with it. And then, you know, whispers are going to go on about you as a customer and it's going to be, the story is going to twist and turn. You're going to come out as just an asshole. And now you've, you've kneecapped your ability to have a good time there again. So just avoid that dancer. And, you know, if you go back and the dancer comes over and, and if they remember and they're like, I'm so sorry about last time, whatever, but it's a good chance they won't. Just ignore them or, you know, don't be a dick, but just, hey, if they come over and they're like, hey, I want to dance or something, just make, eh, you know, in a little bit, I just got here and, and just move on. Eddie B. writes, Jackson, are you ever afraid to talk to a woman? Eddie B., good question. I think any anything worth doing is going to have or is going to create a a fear reaction in the person who has to do it. So, yes, I have been, um, I wouldn't say afraid. I'll say afraid. Afraid, nervous, jittery inside, however you want to say it, to talk to a woman, sure. Because this encounter I'm going to attempt on is important to me. And if it's important, 
it's drawing all my attention, all my focus. If it's doing all that, then it's going to, um, it's going to initiate a biological response. You know, it's going to put me in a fight or flight kind of mode because it's important. I think, um, you know, even if you're going to go do, uh, public speaking or if you're going to talk in front of people, you know, a small forum or if you're going to go, uh, test drive a new car or whatever, if it's important, your body is going to react because that's where your mind is focusing. Now, here's the thing, Eddie B, uh, take that fear, take that anxiety and let it empower you. Let it, uh, energize you. Let, let it put all of your focus and your intentions and, and your vibrations and everything on just a higher, higher level and, and let it work for you. Cause most people fear just it handicaps them and they suddenly stumble or stammer and they're more focused on the fear and the fear is now driving them rather than they're using the fear to energize the moment. Um, Mike underscore no ink. I don't like tattoos, but I have a date with a woman who has them. Do I mention it to her? Mike, no, <laughs> get, get through the date first. Um, and here's why I say that because what you don't like about tattoos, and this goes back to, um, James D who was talking about uh, his height. Personality can trump physicality. So maybe you don't like tattoos, but you may meet this woman. She's phenomenal. She's, she's firing on all cylinders and you guys are connecting and you might think, I don't give a damn about her tattoos. So don't mention it. And if you don't like her tattoos, don't go out with her again. Just that easy. Chrissy8444. I think I might have missed a four or added one. Um, right. Who would be the game on ultimate guess? Chris, that's a damn good question. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't have an ultimate guest. Um, just because, because of the nature of how I view every guest and, and, you know, the connection that I feel with the guests as we're talking, I feel like every guest is the ultimate guest. Yeah. So yeah, I don't have, who's that one guest that would just be the showstopper for me. Um, you know, I, I've got Angela White, who is an adult film star, I think would be, would, would be, um, would be a guest I would love to have. I mean, and, but every guest I approach, I would love to have them. So I just know that she's got a wild career and I've seen her in interviews and she's, she interviews amazingly well, uh, you know, and, and is very personable and stuff. And God, and she's freaking hot too. Um, <laughs> um, Bob Proctor, uh, I, I love, uh, all of his, and if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I'll, I'll post his stuff. I love his, um, you know, his law of attraction and his, uh, his think and grow rich, um, material and, and information and speeches. Um, Les Brown, he's a motivational speaker. I love his stuff. Um, ET, the hip hop preacher. I love him. Um, 
so yeah, the, these are people who I think would be amazing guests. I, I'd love to have me any time. So, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as ultimate guests, every guest I have at that moment is the ultimate guest because I've been very blessed as a podcaster and an interviewer that I have had just nothing but amazing people on the show. So anonymous writes, have you ever had a guest let you down? Yes. Um, you know, it, it, we won't focus on it too much. Somebody said they were going to be a guest. They never came through. Somebody said they're going to be a guest and it just unravels and they make no attempt to, uh, to get back on the show. So, I mean, it, it happens, you know, but I don't, I don't focus on that. I, I much rather put my energy towards enjoying the people, the guests who have surpassed all my expectations and, and totally made this a great, uh, great experience. Phil writes, um, what was the most surprising thing in an interview you've had so far? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Uh, most surprising thing. Um, most surprising thing. I, yeah, I can't say I've had, I can't say I've had anything that was super surprising where I was like, wow, like what was that? I've had some answers that I was not expecting. Um, so I've had that and, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, there, I think if anything surprises me, it's just when, when, uh, during the interview, if something funny gets said and, you know, I, I, I laugh my ass off and the guest is laughing. And it's one of those moments like we didn't expect to have this, you know, th- this moment, like, um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any beyond that, but no, not, no, no, no real surprises, but hey, it's, it's 2022. It's a new year. So you never know. Uh, oh, simp underscore no more. Jackson, I'm a simp. What do I do? Oh, simp. <laughs> well, here's the question. Do you want to be a simp or not? And I think be, stopping simphood or simpitude, however it's, however you want to phrase it, the state of being a simp has to start with, um, not wanting to be a simp anymore. And then you have to look back and see what are you doing that makes you a simp like are you you know are are you giving of yourself so much to a person for you know some fantasy of uh reciprocity or romantic inclusion and you're getting nothing back like or do you have no boundaries like you have to ask yourself what what's going on that makes you feel that you're a simp and then you have to stop doing it and start small so if you identify four things that you're doing as a simp Stop doing one of them for a week and, and stick to your guns. And then the next week, stop doing two things and then so on and so forth. So, um, good luck with that. And usually stopping being, stopping being a simp, stopping your simpitude or simphood or whatever you want to phrase it. Um, you might need to give that person that you keep simping for some space. Um, you know, maybe if, maybe, you know, don't come a running. Don't see them every time they say, Hey, I need you or whatever. Just kind of put some space up, put, put some boundaries up, even if they're just internal boundaries and it's some internal, uh, spacing that you're putting out there. But definitely that should help. 
user six six five five three three Jack, what is the best advice you have to be a player in twenty twenty two? Damn, user six six five five three three. That's a good question. Um, best advice I could give for being a player this year. Um, I feel like I feel like it's a multi multi level uh, answer. Um, start with you. And I think, um, you know, why I say it's multi-level, start with you, uh, define what you want, um, see where you're starting and realize that where you're starting does not dictate where you end. Um, network, surround yourself with, with good, positive, high vibing people. Um, Shake off to- toxicity, both internally and, you know, in, in the relationships around you. Uh, be still, be in the moment, be at peace, but start with you and all those things that, that fall under there that I just listed. But that's the best advice I could give you. And I think that's damn good advice. Um, else I wouldn't have said it. Um, <laughs> uh, Boss Hog. <laughs> I love that name. Boss Hog asks, can a man get out of the friend zone? Ooh, boss hog shit. That's, that's a question right there. Um, yes, it's not, not easy, not easy and not easily. Um, but to get out of the friend zone, there's a couple ways, you know, the way that I have used in the past and I've been in the friend zone, is, you know, I've been just direct with somebody that I was interest, interested in. I can't talk tonight with somebody I was interested in. And I just said, um, hey, I'd like to take you out, you know, for dinner and, and not as a friend. And I just threw it out there. And I've done that before multiple times. It's not worked, but it's worked more times than it has not. Because it's just, uh, it, it's just up front. And you'd be surprised how most, most people are not prepared for direct positive confrontation. And maybe confrontation isn't the right, maybe that's a bit of an oxymoron with the word positive, but like we're so used to, you know, dilly dallying and hemming and hawing and kind of dancing around the topic that if somebody just comes up and says, I'm attracted to you, I'd like to take you out uh, or I like to meet you for coffee. Like we're most people don't know how to handle that because it's just not we just don't deal with each other that way. So it's really refreshing when you use that and you'd be surprised like that sets you out of the pack. And that will that will pop you out of the friend zone pretty well. Now, it might be weird and maybe the person's like, oh, I only see you as a friend and it might you might lose that friendship. But somebody, most of the time, people will see you in a different light, and it might be a light you want, because you are now saying um, what you want with declaration and with confidence, and most people just tend to um, just kind of like uh, have a, a milk toast kind of like weakened approach, and that's that's typically what gets you in the friend zones because you're just 
you know, you're just always there and you're, you're good to this person. You're kind of hanging out, but you never make any statements. You never make any boundaries, never make any, um, you know, clear cut designs on what you want, especially if it's them. So go for that and, and good luck. And finally, we have from Ryan BDE, which I'm assuming is probably big dick energy, but hey, Ryan, I, I like that. That's some confidence. Game on to get the woman I want. Should I be focusing on finding her or leveling up? The answer is leveling up. Ryan BDE, 100%. And that goes back up to, uh, what question was that? Um, oh, it goes back up to, uh, user 665533. Yeah, it, it, focus on you. Don't focus on, on finding this her, whoever she is or wherever she's at. Focus on you. Level up. Be as odd as this might sound, be the person you want to date. You know, you want to date somebody who's confident, who's strong, who is uh, smart, who's funny, who is adaptive. Be that person and then and confident, 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 confident. And be that person. So level up, you know, go to patreon.com slash Jack. I'm sorry, slash game on with Jack. Um, <laughs> get those level guides and, and just level up. And you'd be surprised how you being a better player changes the environment, changes the game, and you will bring this person into your circle. And you'll be like, oh, shit, Jack was right. So there you go, folks. Uh, Ask Jack 2022, the first one of this year. We will do more throughout the year. I, I enjoy that. Always send me your questions. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter. Definitely, definitely go to patreon.com slash game on with Jack. Subscribe, become a player, and definitely become a player after dark. We will talk soon. What if you could be a better player for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month? Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind the scenes action, and player's guides with tips on drinking cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com. Game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on.